Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. This is Olivia with the Rock Wives podcast, and joining me today is Mrs. Rachel West. Hi, Hi. Rachel. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. good. So tell me, Rachel, who um, who's your significant other? My significant other is Sean West, mm-hmm. um, also known as Too Cold. He is the front man of Aviate. So where's that nickname come from? <laughs> you know, I, that is funny. I've never asked that question. What is that too cold? <laughs> um, he's been called that since, I want to say, like school. Really? But I never asked. That that's a great question. You would think I would ask that, right? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> At never, some point It has never time. crossed your mind. No, I just accepted it for what it was. So yeah. maybe I'll ask him that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking. <laughs> Because I always wonder about the nicknames, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm terrible at asking questions. So I just accept things. I'm yeah. Like, Let's go with it. Oh, how long have y'all been together? Um, Four years. I want to say um, married for three recently. Yeah. Oh. October is three. So we kind of met and knew right away that we were each other's person. Mm-hmm. And um, how, how did y'all guys meet? hilarious story he loves this one um I was a bartender Uh and I was working at this place that I hated Uh and I had a terrible night and after I got off I was like you know I just want to relax and have a drink I had been in a bad relationship before so I wasn't interested in any guys at the time so I went to exit 73 in spring and sat down I looked terrible I looked like a street rat I had my hair in like this messy (laughs) bun (laughs) with these like leggings and this t-shirt and just sweaty from working all night Uh, on my phone with some beer and he just kept looking at me and I was like oh man this guy's gonna start talking to me and as soon as he did, he was like, hi, I'm Sean. And I was like, hi, I'm Rachel. Like, so he saw you at your worst. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> and he did. loved I was you like, like that. Man, baby, it's up from here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, you haven't seen it yet. So yeah, um, we met then and had a great night. And he was like, let me take you to IHOP. We went to IHOP and talked for hours. Uh-huh. Um, and then we went and hung out at his place. And I remember like, I grew up in the music scene in Las Vegas. Oh, so I wow. knew a lot of musicians uh-huh. and you always run into that guy that wants to like hit on you and be like, I'm, I'm a musician. And then you have to listen to music and it's terrible. <laughs> and you're like, Oh my God, I have to pretend to like this because I like him. So he was like, you know, I'm a professional musician. And I'm uh-huh. like, cool. Did you believe him or did you think that was a no, pickup line? I totally didn't believe him. I thought it was a complete pickup line. line. <laughs> and then when we got back to his apartment, he picked up his guitar and he played music for me all night long I fell asleep on his couch to just him playing music and I remember thinking like oh my god this is amazing like I fell in love with him through his music that night because he's just so talented at writing and he's he's such an awesome musician but yeah I remember being like crap I hope this is good (laughs) it was I lucked out (laughs) oh yeah and here you are you're still together yeah yeah he still plays music for me while I fall asleep on the couch (laughs) so what uh what did you what went through your mind when you first saw him on stage, how, how, um, from the time y'all met and started going out, when was the first time you saw him perform? I want to say it was a couple, it was probably like a month or so after. Cause I think he was in between projects. Oh, okay. It was a couple months after or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I, I watched him every night play cause it's all he does is play guitar uh-huh. and write music. Like oh, I've watched okay. this man write an amazing song within 15 minutes. Like, uh-huh. I don't know where he comes up with this, uh-huh. but, um, I want to say it was a couple months after we were dating when he started aviate uh-huh. and, um, 
I was just amazed. I, I knew that he was going to be good, but his stage presence is so different too. Like he's so energetic uh-huh. and he's so good at just capturing the crowd and being oh, yeah. funny, but good at the same time. Like it, it was awesome. So I, I loved it. And yeah. I've been number one fan since. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Rachel, um, how often or how much time does he put into the band to writing, to playing, to practicing? Um, how much time does he invest? So... Any waking moment. <laughs> oh, really? Um, I mean, we, we own a moving company. Uh-huh. Um, so that takes up a lot of time. But when he has downtime, when he gets home, he's picking up that guitar. He's uh-huh. writing something. When he's driving in the car, he is Thank writing you. music in his head. One day I ask him to see the recordings in his phone. I'm sure he's got just hundreds of them because uh-huh. he'll just start recording uh-huh. random little things that he thought of of a song. Um, so he dedicates so much time of his life to it. That's, that's his downtime. We sit down on the couch. He plays his guitar quietly. That's pretty much all he does. Um, and then like with the band, they try to get as much practice in as possible. We are all grown adults. So (laughs) they all have families and work and stuff. And so it's hard to get together, but they've got their band chat and they Uh video call each other and try to get everything done. But I would say a, good majority of our time is spent talking listening to seeing him just do his music and do you help him write i am i'm not a songwriter Uh (laughs) he i I am a singer Uh um and he always gets on me that i don't do anything with it but i'm not i'm not a songwriter and i always tell him this Uh so like i'll give him advice if he asks me or he'll he'll show me a recording from when he's gone to the studio like so what do you think about this what do you think's different what do you do you think this is it and so i'll tell him like hey maybe this sounds a little overproduced or whatever i i give him advice on Uh um or like his favorite thing is just like overdoing songs so then he's like no i feel like it's there needs to be more and i'm like no i feel like this is perfect leave it alone (laughs) so that's man so his mind is always going yeah 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 he i don't know how that man functions and how long has he been playing or singing performing 20 really years well he was doing rap for a while Uh um he was under Bone Thugs label, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. And then he toured with them for a while. And then he really started focusing on rock. And I think that's where he shined. That's where it came naturally to him. And um, he's been doing that ever since. That's a long time. Yeah. That is a long time. Yeah, he's, he's been doing his niche. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's amazing at it. Absolutely amazing at it. Well, we have one of the songs from them. Let's yeah. go ahead and play it. This one's Dead Inside. Oh, that's my favorite. This is the AV8 band. They beat the beer on the front line And your death precedes your mortality No reason for you to run the life that you own Is prone to fatality You can keep your conscience shunned And you can keep your prophecy Never change the outcome of us to death from above is only reality. Can't change what you can't control here. Can't break something that you can't see. Dead inside. Extracting pieces of myself called life. I thought I heard them 
Okay, Rachel, your honey is on the vocals there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wrote the song. And he wrote it. What is the yeah. song about? Um, I think Dead Inside has a lot to do. So he he writes a lot of dark music. Um, but don't quote me on this because I'm mm. sure he's told me. But I have the memory of a goldfish. But <laughs> from what I gather, is Dead Inside has a lot to do with like the way society treats you and all oh, of that. Man. Not 100 percent sure. Don't yeah. quote yeah. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of these songs that that you guys hear that are new for you guys are mm. are old for me. So like oh. I was there for like the writing process, and he's told me all the things oh. about it. But then there's like 15 other songs after that that haven't been released. So I'm like, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> That's tons of music. It is one of my favorite songs though. Uh-huh. That one when he put that one out, actually, I didn't hear it all put together until they performed it for the first time. And I remember hearing it just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) I love this song. Um, So it it is a fun, high energy. Uh I I definitely like the harder versions of him sometimes. I love all versions, but Uh I like the harder versions. They're fun for me. Oh, okay. (laughs) What do y'all do for fun when y'all have some little ounce of free time? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So... We go to concerts. Yeah, we support <laughs> we do. live music. Um, yeah, we, we love to go to shows. Oh, okay. Um, the last concert that we went to was of Mice and Men. Uh-huh. Um, they played with Bullet for My Valentine. Of Mice and Men happens to be one of my favorite bands. So 
really excited to go to that one. Oh. But um, when we get free time, we try to do that. We love to go to the Astros games. Um, oh. We love to go out to eat and like hang out with some of our friends. We we live a pretty active lifestyle, so uh -huh. it's fun. It's fun to get some time with me and him alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he's on the road a lot, so it's very hard to like schedule those times where we can actually do oh, things. Okay. Yeah. And does uh, do they have out of town gigs? Do you go mm -hmm. with them out of town too? Yeah, um, mm -hmm. we just got back from San Antonio a couple weeks ago, oh, actually. Okay. Or yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Um, they played at Bonds Rock Bar oh, in yeah. San Antonio. Uh -huh. um, I know he goes to Oklahoma and Arkansas oh, wow. a lot. Um, him as a musician in general, he has traveled to so many places doing his music. He's got a lot of um, good connections all over. So I know that this project is talking about doing a lot more out of sh out of town shows as well. Oh wow, that's mm -hmm. nice. And what do you think is one of the challenges of being married to a musician? I think it's a lot of it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of support, which I love this like I love to support him, but uh -huh. I'm also extremely busy with my job, so sometimes it's the late night shows and having to get home late and then I also have to get up early in the morning and when he's gone on the road, I don't really get to see him. So those times get really hard. Um, I've established rules now where we drive separate. Oh. <laughs> so that way um, he gets on stage and I can say, okay, that's awesome. Loved your set. Bye. Oh, you got to get some Z's. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of times it's far drives everywhere. So I'm like, I still got to drive home and go to bed. But I think that's the hardest part. Um I'm very big into music as well. So that makes it really easy to be able to support him huh. and let him go off on his own. But yeah, it just takes a very time consuming. <laughs> oh, wow. And how long has, has he has this AV8 band? How long has it been? I think it's been about three years. Oh. Um, we've swapped out. So I, th he rebuilt, we had one, a, a full set of oh, okay. everyone and then they didn't work out. They went off into their own band and now he's with the guys that he's with now. Oh, so okay. it's been a good three years that he's been with Aviate in general. Um, and do they stay pretty busy then, right? Yeah. 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 Cause they, they played last night mm -hmm. at numbers. Yeah. They played at numbers. <laughs> that was wild. I haven't been in numbers in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this place hasn't changed at all. <laughs> um, yeah. He told me he was playing at numbers. I was like, whoa, that's a flashback. You're like, they're still open. <laughs> yeah. But they play at Acadia. They play at BFE. Um, 19th hole is almost like a home cause he's been playing at 19th hole for a good 20 years too. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's um, a long time. So he, he, that's, and it's close to our house. Um, Wildcatter Saloon, oh. Scout Bar, all, all the all places, over, you yeah. know, we play all the places here. Wow. That, mm -hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and play another song. And this is your Honey on Vocals, and this is AV8. Yeah. Bent and Broken? Yes. Let's go ahead and hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
that was um, AV8 with your honey on the vocals. Yeah. And that was bent and broken. Yeah. And it's on YouTube. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's pretty good on vocals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is really, really good. He'll record his songs and then he listens to it and he's like, oh, man, I don't like listening to my, my own voice on recording. <laughs> like, same. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah, okay. he does sound great. And um, what's one of the craziest things or uh, a funny thing that you have seen happen at a show? Oh, man. Um, I'm sure that there's been a whole bunch of crazy times that have happened. <laughs> but to come up with one, I know recently they've been they've been having fun. Um, our bassist, Sean, as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't have strap locks on his bass. I went to go throw it around <gasps> him and it, you- it just dropped his base like, <laughs> on the stage <laughs> <laughs> in uh san antonio for everyone i was like did you just i looked at his girl and i was like did he just throw his base <laughs> she's like yeah and i was like all right turns out he he did not do it on purpose oh, that was well. funny and then what was his face like shocked <laughs> he played it off like he did it like <laughs> that's why i thought that he just threw it i was like oh man nice playoff but he did not mean to he did also it break had, or anything or no, no it was no? fine yeah <laughs> he had strap issues last night <laughs> his flying guitar i was like sean you gotta get your bass together but it, yeah it was funny um but yeah shows have been pretty calm like yeah. surprisingly enough mm-hmm. um not too much craziness goes on. I mean, you always have a few people in the crowd that are dancing hilarious and you're like, what is happening over there? But like, <laughs> uh-huh. for the most part, like we get good people coming out and supporting us and oh. not not too many crazy things. I'm yeah. sure after when everyone starts drinking, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it's my cue to leave. <laughs> oh yeah. That's when it's your cue to get your Z's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, what, what do they have? Do, do you know if they what they have in store for 2024, what they're working um, towards? I know they're trying to work on putting out more music. Mm-hmm. I know they're in between on what's the next song that they're going to put out. But I know that, like, the few songs that they have been recording are probably some of my new favorites. So it's mm-hmm. some really good stuff coming out. Um, and then definitely trying to get more into the scene, really trying to put a name out there, playing more shows getting more support. I know that they've talked about working with other bands and really trying to get a good big show together. Mm-hmm. Um, really a lot of this, this year coming up is just going to be a lot of working and networking and getting their faces out there again. Yeah. It takes a lot to do that. It's another full-time job. Uh, I was going to say a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. going to be doing a lot of recording, hopefully um, putting out a lot more music. Mm-hmm. I know. I, f- I want to say last night was the last show of the year. Oh, okay. But I might be wrong on that. I feel like he told me about another one, but I'm not 100%. And then I know he'll play his birthday show January t- 19th uh-huh. at the 19th hole. Oh, really? So that should be fun, which he is almost like a tradition now. He uh-huh. plays every year on his birthday at the hole. Yeah. Um, As much as he says he wants to try other places, it always ends up there. <laughs> he plays at his own birthday bash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. It was the weirdest thing. I was like... This is what you do for your birthday. You perform for everyone. <laughs> hey, oh, that's good. It's his favorite thing to do. Yeah. So do it. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. But um, as far as you seeing his process of writing or coming mm-hmm. up with ideas and writing and rehearsing, do you yeah. go with them to rehearse? Where do they rehearse? Um, They have a jam room. Oh, okay. I don't go with them too often just because a lot of time it's during my working schedules. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Um, So... 
I don't see a whole bunch of their getting together. Yeah. Um, but I do see a lot of like his, his way of doing things. He usually will sit there and start playing on the guitar, coming up with a few little things. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh wait, I found it. And then he starts playing that over and over and over again so you hear it until i see the hear the same riff for like an hour and i'm like all right we gotta we gotta move on (laughs) but uh but you you get to see that the beginning yeah and then see him perform it live yeah and uh how like how many i mean i'm sure like from the times you've heard him practice and come up with something where he he comes up with an idea or whatever Mm -hmm. and to the time that he performs is it kind of different sometimes? Um, no, no? I want to say it's pretty, there's been, um, yeah, there's been a few times that he, the songs come on stage and I'm like, whoa, that's way different. <laughs> or like they've played a song uh-huh. before and it sounded one way and then it goes a whole nother direction the next time they play. So I'm like, what, what happened here? <laughs> like, wait, I liked the other one better. Yeah, Cause you, you heard it so much. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, that is weird too. When, some of the songs he's putting out to the band, he has written years prior, right? Oh. And so it's it's weird when they're like, yeah, like you, you hear the new song and I'm like, what new song? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I know all the words to it. <laughs> I've heard it a million times. Yeah, if, but it's so, over to you. Yeah, and that's, it throws me off because he'll, he'll be like, someone will say like, oh man, I like their new song. And I'm like, which one? which one and then they're like the new one that they just put out and i'm like oh wait which one was that like because they're not new to me <laughs> keep it up with it i'm like yeah oh, man. you're like okay wait <laughs> wait and uh what's their latest song that they have out right now so they just put out hanging by a thread um which is an awesome song as well not not new to me but <laughs> oh but it's new to us <laughs> yeah it's new to you guys it's really awesome and then they're working on putting out farewell which is new to me and that's fun uh-huh. and i absolutely love that song it will probably be number one of my new favorites so uh-huh. that one's gonna be exciting when they put that one out and as it's well. new to you <laughs> I, know. I hope he never writes this song to me <laughs> he always writes about breakups and everything so the day you guys hear a song dedicated about me i won't be his wife anymore <laughs> well that's that's good i mean some people have you know, have that as an inspiration. Yeah. And then, you know, it's what I always tell Ray, like, y'all need a ballad. <laughs> yeah, it's a good therapy. It's good to release all those things that, that come out. And I know sometimes he'll sing these songs and he's talking about like exes and everything. And I'm like, no, the song's not about me, guys. Like, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good way <laughs> you have to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not the crazy bitch in that song. guys. <laughs> I am crazy, but not that one. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's a good outlet. It's good yeah. ways to you know, some of his songs are about past traumas in life, you know, difficult things, people that have died, people that have gone through things. So it's a really good way for him to release all of that. And maybe have closure. Mm-hmm. He's tried to write happy songs for it. And he's like, I don't know, man, it's just not my niche. And I'm like, that's fine. That is perfectly fine as well. You're like, it's not about me. <laughs> don't look at me. He'll throw little things in songs for me. Like um, if you listen to Lovesick Radio, uh-huh. there's a part of it where he'll say like, just flew out from Las Vegas and I'm from Las Vegas. And so uh-huh. he was writing that and he's like, I put that in for you. So if you ever see me at a show and they're playing that song, he'll say that and I'll oh. scream out Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been here then? Um, I have been here for 13 years. Oh, really? I want to say. 
I yeah, 2009 I moved here. Uh-huh. So I've been here for 13 years. Um wow. so Houston, That's a big change <laughs> from it Vegas was a big from change. to here. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly enough, I was a little bit intimidated by Houston. Really? So um, Vegas has a really big reputation, but it's actually not very big, right? It's a, it's a lot smaller of a yeah. city. So when I moved here, I was like, oh, I'm a city girl. Like, I'm fine here. And then I moved here and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is enormous. <laughs> like the freeways. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um. For the first seven years, I said I hated it here until um, someone was like, how long have you been here? And I was like, seven years. And they're like, well, you don't hate it that much. And then I was like, oh, true. yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> true. And then I started realizing this is my home now and it's it's nice here. I like it. Have I you, wouldn't go back to Vegas. But Have you gotten used to it already? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the weather, I think, is something I'll never get used to. The humidity, <laughs> the mosquitoes, who can get used to that? And the- those damn tree roaches oh yeah, yeah those are like the three things <laughs> the, that i'm like the ones oh, fly. why why is this here so i miss the desert i miss the mountains that is another thing that i'm 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 very homesick about but but it gets that, hot in vegas too right but it's just a dry heat it's a different kind of heat triple it's, digits too right or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um I remember when I went back to California to go visit my family. They live in the upper desert. Uh-huh. And every time I'd talk to Sean, he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm sitting outside by the pool. And he's like, you're outside a lot. Like, you don't really, like, go outside very often. I was like, I'm not Texas outside. I am desert outside. Like, uh-huh. I can spend all day outside as long as we don't have those humidity uh-huh. and the mosquitoes. But yeah. <laughs> it's funny fun. yeah it's it's nice houston's nice um houston's been very welcoming it's very much home it's sean's home so yeah. you know we've been i've been here for a while enough to know that i'll i'll probably be here forever so forever. yeah you it's made, nice. your, made your life here already. yeah it's a good way of life out here oh. you, it's real easy to find work and just the way of living right you can live nice and not spend six hundred thousand dollars on a home you know wow. yeah so, it's good. That's good. So you like Vegas to travel now <laughs> to vacation? Do you no, do you vacation now that you're here? I don't here? even go there. No, I have not been. I haven't been to Vegas since I left there. Actually, really? um, I had a layover at one point, but it's just I've experienced it. I live there. Yeah. There's really nothing for me to go back to. So, um, everyone that I grew up with and know has moved away. Oh, okay. and so really, there's just not much to go home to. So. Yeah. Um, I go to California as much as I can. My family's out there and oh, yeah. What part of California? Um, so the upper desert, like San Bernardino County, Victorville, Hesperia, oh. all those little desert towns right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's totally different from me, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Did you like driving down here? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think I had much of an issue because driving from California, it's real crazy as well, but oh, um, yeah. I, I wasn't licensed for so long. Uh-huh. And I remember when I met my husband, I was 27 and he was like, you don't have a driver's license. <laughs> and I was like, no. And he's like, but you drive. I was like, yeah, I've been driving forever. So he made me do that. <laughs> Get your license. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, what, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting to date a musician? Um, the biggest advice I can say is be supportive, right? Um, music is a way of life. It is a passion. It's part of them as a person. Um, I was able to understand that a lot better than most people because I also love music and I was a singer, played the cello growing up. So I know 
that it comes from your heart. Uh-huh. It's not just something fun to do. Yeah. And so the biggest thing I hear is, oh, he's always on the road or, oh, I've got to worry about this. And it's kind of like be secure in your relationship, trust each other, have good communication um, and be supportive. That's the biggest thing is holding them back is not going to help anybody. I know when we first got together, he was worried about how much he travels for his music. He's like, are you okay with that? I'm like, go do your thing. Like, uh-huh. I like my alone time. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's it's good watching him thrive. It's something that makes him happy. I need him to do this, right? And that's, that's I think, the biggest thing that a lot of people miss is they just get so wrapped up. And they're like, no, I want to be around him all the time. I'm like, no, let, let them go. Let them go play their music. So. Yeah, and, and uh, like you said, it's, it's their passion, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's who they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And they're good at it, so. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is one of the, the most rewarding things of being married to a musician? I think it's going to have to, the music that they bring put out, right? Um, you get to see different times of their life, right? And I get to kind of get to know him through his music. I get to hear his pain that he's had before, mm. which is hard. But at the same time, like I get to hear his growth from it. Right. Mm. Um, it, I think that's going to be like the most rewarding thing is really getting to know him and seeing how much he shines through it as well. How proud he is, how much he talks about it and how mm. much he lights up when he's on stage. You can just tell when he's there, he's at his happiness. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome because we live in such a society where we are just working, 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 pay bills, pay bills, pay bills. And you never catch up. And it's so stressful. And with him being the, he is the primary worker in our home Mm -hmm. and he works so hard and he runs his company by himself. He's just exhausted and stressed out all the time. So to be able to watch him relax and put out something that makes him so happy, that's the most rewarding is seeing him the most truly happy about it. And, and to, um, for you to support his outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we all need our outlets. You know, we all need to have something besides just the mundane life. Right. (laughs) And pay bills and die. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like there's more to this life than that. So if we can find things that we enjoy to do, Mm -hmm. you know, I got lucky that I have a career that I enjoy doing. I, I truly love doing hair. Mm-hmm. I love putting crazy colors on hair. Eventually, like I want to be a full vivid stylist. Uh-huh. Um, it's fun to me. So to be able to find a career that I actually like love. have fun doing mm-hmm. is very rare, you know? And so he loves in his company. It's his baby. He's been working on his company for 14 years. Uh-huh. I want to say just the anniversary, yeah. but it's also so stressful and it's not artistic and he needs to be artistic. So and when we have that outlet, it really does make everybody stronger in general. Yeah. And what do you do to keep yourself busy when he's busy rehearsing with the guys and, you know, writing songs? Yeah. Um, what do you do? Um, so I work a lot of my career now. I'm building my career uh, to have my own company. I'll be an independent stylist in a suite. So I do a lot of things like I'll watch videos on um new techniques. I like to do a lot of that. Um, I tried new things on people. I go to my friend's house and I do crazy colors on her hair. Um, that's filled up a lot of my extra time is researching like different products and things like that. So, Oh, so you're, you're busy too. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, I feel like 
I wasn't super busy before. I thought I was like a recluse where I never went out. And now it's just like every weekend I'm doing something. I've got an education class to go do. I've got this to go do. I'm going out with the stylist I work for. It's like every week I'm like, man, I wish I was a recluse again. (laughs) (laughs) You miss those, huh? I miss my couch. (laughs) You miss your couch. And, um, well, he's the singer. So it's like, he's the last one in and the first one out probably. Right. Or does he help set up all the band? He helps set up, um, somewhat, but they, he definitely is in the back, warming up his vocals, doing all the things. And then of course the stage presence comes in. You want to come in on the first song while everybody started, but yeah. Are you his roadie? Do you carry his microphone? No. 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 Aww. I do sometimes. You do? Yeah, I do sometimes. Usually he's there before me. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm meeting yeah. them while they're all already set up or yeah, a few it's times. A, it's several hours before. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a few times I've walked in where they're, they're starting their set. I'm running. I'm like, <laughs> first song. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. So Rachel, when you started dating your hubby, mm-hmm. your honey, um, and you told your parents or yeah. your family or your friends, you know, that you're dating a musician. Yeah. What did they think? Well, all my friends are supportive. They mm-hmm. all knew me. So they was very much my type. And they were like, eh, of course, Rachel. <laughs> um, my parents about the same. They were like, well, yeah, of course. But they had dealt with so many boyfriends in the past. They were like, oh, my God, here we go again, Rachel. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> So, you know, once they got to meet him, they were like, oh, wow, this is a very solid guy. He's a really good guy. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I think my family likes him more. Oh. <laughs> and so they were really supportive. And um, my mom really likes rock music as well. So does my stepdad. So when they listened to his music, they were really excited about it. They're like, this is so cool. Uh-huh. My mom's always like, I want to go to shows. I never get to go to shows. <laughs> and so they they loved him from the get-go. Have they been to one of his shows? Mm-hmm. They yeah, have? they've been to a couple of his shows. Uh-huh. Um, my brother just recently moved back in town. He's actually working for him now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll come out to shows now too. Oh. And so they, they like to... They like to come out and support. They like to hear all the things that happen. Mm-hmm. As soon as he does put out new music, it gets sent to them. They get to listen to it. So it's cool when they're they're all excited about it. Oh, yeah. that's nice. It's yeah. a family affair. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Especially my grandmother. She loves him. We have a running joke in our family that my grandmother's in love with him. Mm-hmm. And it's the funniest thing. Sean hates it. And he's going to hate <laughs> that I said this right now. But it is so funny because she just, she adores him. She, they she loves conversation with him. And uh-huh. so anytime you're in the house and we're all together, it's usually Sean and Bubby uh-huh. sitting there talking it up <laughs> all night. And it's great. And his mom too. His mom is bl- very well blended with our family. And so uh-huh. she, she'll come in and they're all talking, but the support from our families with his music is, is awesome. Oh, okay. his mom as well. She 100% supports it as, seen him grow into the musician he is today and so the only thing is she's like y'all are out too late you guys need to come home early <laughs> but she's yeah, she's I, awesome I, think, I don't think uh moms will never stop worrying about yeah. their kids oh gosh you know, yeah, being no. out <laughs> no matter how old they get you know, <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, that's cute that's one thing he said when he was an adult he's like you know as an adult when i stayed with my mom uh he would have a show at night and she'd be like well how late are you gonna be out you're not coming home at one o'clock in the morning and he's like well mom i'm I'm playing at a bar so i am and she's like nope you're not coming in this house too late you better be home at this time and he's like i'm an adult 
and I've got a show to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. cute, though. <laughs> yeah, we're we're never gonna stop worrying. No, of course not. <laughs> no matter how old they get. Mm-hmm. And um, the band name Aviate. What does that mean? Or where did they come up with that name? Yeah. So um, Aviate is for like aviation. Mm-hmm. Uh, take flight. Basically, oh, it's just okay. kind of keep going, never give up push your furthest to your dreams get as high as you can go right oh. and that's what he's always talking about he's always another thing he'll he'll always tell him stop worrying about death worry about life right now but he always says you know we're gonna die one day and we're gonna we're gonna be able to sit on our deathbed and say i accomplished this i did this and that's so the, no regrets yeah basically. he doesn't want to regret anything yeah. he wants to be able to live to the fullest and the things that he's passionate about do them to the fullest mm-hmm. he wants to have you know, that respect as a musician and be able to say, I did this. And he's got so many cool stories of other musicians he's played for and opened up. And, you know, he tells me about when he played for house of blues back in his previous bands. And he's like, I had this big crowd. And one of their favorites is the Huntsville. Um, it's a, it's a Huntsville festival that they do during the summer Uh and, or the Huntsville state fair, I think it is. And they play, they've played for two years now. Um, on the competition that they have and they love it. There's so many people oh. out there and he's like, this is so cool. So. Oh, he's living his dream. Yeah. So aviate, take flight, you know, keep and, pushing. And, and it's spelled the letter A, the letter V mm-hmm. and then eight. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a little clever there yeah. too. And it's, yeah. it's a good name. I like it. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. different. It's so fitting. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to start brainstorming some ideas. Um, my best friend, she draws. And so I'm going to start talking to her about coming up with some new cool logos so we can get some new merch out there. Cause we've been dragging on new merch. We've uh-huh. had the same thing coming out. So start getting her to drop some new logos and get some new shirts and koozies. And I think they were talking about like ashtrays and rolling paper. Like we're going all out oh, when gosh. we get there, we're going to get as much Merch. merch as we can get out there but you you know that's how a lot of bands make money nowadays yeah. is the merch sales yeah absolutely and and even national headliners you know um it's merch oh god yeah merch. they were i think it was spirit box that was talking about you know someone was like you guys have a full-time job and they're like yeah we're a big band but like we do still have to work we don't make much money off of this you know uh-huh. you they, you make their money from merch and then these venues are coming out here saying they want 25 percent of your merch sales and it's like uh no <laughs> so i think that's that's the biggest thing we're trying to get out is getting that merch out and not only that is you know we get, we used to give a lot of away a bunch of koozies mm-hmm. right because it's like all of a sudden they're drinking a beer and they're like hey what's that koozie from and it's like oh this really awesome band aviate you yeah. know it's a great way of getting the names out there yeah. um i know the guys like to swap shirts with the other bands like hey we'll give you a shirt <laughs> you give us a shirt and we can represent each other and kind yeah. of find more community yeah. in the rock industry here yeah because uh houston has a lively original yeah. music original bands yeah you know and um me and Ray, my husband, we we saw you guys at BFE mm-hmm. uh, with Stress Level Red, yeah, and Rev Skeleton. I, I think say. so. Um, and it was nice to see the support mm-hmm. because after AV8 finished playing, 
they stuck around to see yeah. the next band. And then the next band stuck around to see the next band. It was a full house all night long. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's along lines of like sports, you know, good sportsmanship. You support each other. Exactly. Yeah. We're all in the same genre. We're all playing the same music, but at the same time, like we're still community. Yeah. And I think when you're in a band, the most successful you can be is as a team, right? Yeah. And it's not just your bandmates, but it's the other bands around you, you know, as you're helping some lift someone else up by promoting their show and going or playing with them, they're doing the same with you. So yeah. that's, he loves finding that community ship in the industry. He loves making connections and God, he has so many people that he knows. Yeah. I know a client at my salon, her husband, Oh, I don't remember the name of his band, but, um, it's a band that he knows. And we were talking and she was like, you know, I was looking at your Facebook and I saw that your husband's an aviate. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, my husband's Curtis. He's in this band and they know each other. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> a small world. Another assistant for another salon. He plays music. My husband's like, let me get your number so we can, you know, link up. And as they're putting the numbers in, he already had Sean's number. <laughs> I was like, all right, we go to the zoo. He's like, hey man, what's up? Hey man, what's up? He knows everyone. So yeah, it's nice to have that community in such a big city Yeah, and really just build everybody up. Yeah. To support each other. Okay, Rachel, well, you've seen your hu husband write so many songs and practice and you know, perform. Yeah. Is there a several favorite songs of his that you like? Yeah. Um, or that you love? I think one of the newest ones that he has. That Wait, new to you or new to us? No, new to me and not <laughs> uh -huh. even put out yet. And uh -huh. I don't even know if it's introduced to the band yet or if, if he's uh -huh. going to take it. Because he has a lot of music that's so personal to him that he's oh. like, I want to keep it personal. Um, but he he has a song called wreckage mm -hmm. and I listen to that song on repeat. He has it recorded and I just sit there and I listen to it over oh. and over and over again. I'm like, this <laughs> is such a great song. And then he's going to laugh at me when he hears this, but there is one specific song <laughs> and it is very old uh -huh. and I've been hearing it forever. And if you ask me the name of that song today, I will still tell you, I have no idea. And you know how many times <laughs> he has told me the name of this song. And you don't know? And I will know. It's, it's kind of one of those things where you've accepted at this point. You're never going to remember. You're like, I just know it. And uh -huh. I will tell you, hey, play the song about tsunamis. And it's uh. not even about tsunamis. There's nothing about tsunamis in it but he'll be like ah, i know which one you're talking about oh, and that's one of your favorite songs <laughs> yeah that really? is one of my favorites and he always laughs at me because he's like why is that one your favorite i'm like i don't know but i like it we mm. used to sit on our at our old house we mm. lived out in the country mm. and um we had just a small house for just me and him but our porch was huge oh. and our yard was just a forest. Like mm. our, our house was off in the corner of the property and we just had nothing but trees out there. And it was such a getaway mm. and we would put our little chairs out there and he'd play guitar all night long. And I'd listen to him play these songs all night and we'd just hang out and have a good time. And I remember anytime he'd play that, I'm like, this, this is my song. This oh, is my favorite song. So it takes song. you back to that place. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was probably, we still talk about it all the time. Like we hated the house, but man, we missed the yard. <laughs> oh, and y'all made memories. Yeah. We spent a lot, a lot of summer days or summer nights lighting fires and just listening to music and really spending good quality couple time, you know, yeah. off of the electronics, off of TV, just sitting there really spending time. Listen Talking. to music, 
yeah. having fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> and that's rare nowadays. <laughs> it is super, super rare. Um, it's hard to find that time to like disconnect, you know. So that's another really good fun thing that we have in music is it gives us time to disconnect mm -hmm. and it gives us time to, you know, bond as people. Yeah. Uh, one of the favorite things recently, you know, I met one of my best friends and the biggest thing that we bonded over was like, Oh, like who's your favorite band? And she's like, Oh, motionless and white. Who's yours? And I was like, Oh, of mice and men. Oh my God. We listen to the same kind of music. Aww. And it's like, you know, we, we bonded over that and she's one of my very best friends now. Mm -hmm. Me and my husband too, you know, he no. met him. You know, I was like, what kind of music you're into? And he's like rock music. I was like, cool. Me too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. It's a connection that it connects. Yeah. Well, like they say that, uh, Music doesn't really have a language. Yeah. You know, you're just all connected. Yeah. A lot of my memories are based off of music, things that I've done when I was listening to a song or mm -hmm. times in my life. I've always connected it to some kind of music. What was my favorite song I was listening to then? Uh -huh. What show did I see recently? Like, uh -huh. that was always my thing. And you don't write? You don't write songs? Mm -mm. No? No. Oh. Um, I used to sing. So what, what did you used to sing? Like what kind of music? Um, I used to sing all kinds of music. Uh -huh. um, so I was a choir kid. I did, um, I was a lead vocalist for an acapella club. So uh -huh. I sang along that version. Um, I've always wanted to sing rock, but I definitely have a very like melody voice, you can say. Um, like I can sing a lot of R&B songs. And so I think I just never gave myself that opportunity to find my niche and uh -huh. get in there and practice. Um, I got turned down on uh, a, a part that I was trying to go for. And uh -huh. it was not because I couldn't do the part, but because me and my vocal coach, like we had, we'd butt heads about something. Uh -huh. And I remember just knowing that I got the part being told, yes, that's your part. And then us having that issue and then being like, no, you're not, you're not getting the part. And it crushed me. I was 17. Oh. This was going to be my future. This is what I wanted to go to school for. This was mm. my opportunity. Um, I had, you know, college writing on that, everything. And it was almost like my song, my voice became trauma in a way. Uh -huh. So I gave up a lot on it. And I got out of the music scene at that point too. Even when I moved here to Texas, I didn't find the music scene. And, um, which was weird because I was very much in the music scene. I grew up with a lot of the bands like Escape the Fate and Panic the Disco. I watched oh. them, you know, I watched yeah. their first shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I met my husband, you know, he really got me back into that part of my life. And so I think we're just kind of going through finding that part of me again. He's always pushed me, come upstairs and sing with me, come upstairs oh, and do yeah. this. So maybe one day, maybe one mm -hmm. day you'll see me a little guest performance, but <laughs> would you have stage fright? I do now. You do? I never did. <laughs> I do. I remember one time I jumped on stage at his birthday show to uh -huh. get everybody to tell him happy birthday. And I'm a very confident person. I'm very easy to talk to. Uh, but as soon as you put me on that stage, I was like, uh, uh, hi everyone. Um, happy birthday to Sean. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? <laughs> I never used to be like that, but yeah, no, definitely get a little bit nervous now. Yeah, definitely. So, do. Uh, so he tries to get you to practice singing and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. All the time. He's do you think you'll, you'll open that back up? Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe um, we'll see you on stage. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm kind of focusing on building certain parts of my life right now. And then yeah. maybe one day I'll sit back and actually put some time and effort into it. 
Oh, yeah, man. definitely out of practice. So I, I, I need to go back into practicing, but yeah, it is fun. It's fun to be around him do it. It's almost like I live vicariously through him. Yeah. So, well, he's he's a vocalist, and mm-hmm. there you are. You got your vocal coach right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny when we're in groups of people who always be like, oh, I'm terrible at singing, but she's awesome. And I'm like, oh, stop doing that. Oh. Like, you're not terrible. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah Maybe you fun. need to have a little more faith in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a confidence thing. So, yeah. but it's all right. It'll, it'll be there one day. It's always going to be a part of me. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you got your vocal coach. Yeah. Is there any, any shout outs you want to give? Um, no, I mean, shout out to my husband. Thank you. Thanks for being you, babe. <laughs> oh. Um, shout out to the guys of Aviate. They're doing awesome too. You know, Sean would be nothing without, you know, the rest of the band. You got to have everyone. Kevin's awesome at writing with Sean. They're really good at bringing the, the songs together. Oh. Um, so yeah, I know they've, it's a nice little family in Aviate. So definitely shout out to family and aviate and penny the wives and ashley we all do our best to support them yeah yeah they're biggest fans yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) i don't know kevin does have this new student who is his new biggest fan but (laughs) (laughs) and your grandma's sean's biggest fan too (laughs) oh yeah absolutely once we're done with this i'll have to show you she'll push you aside yeah (laughs) once we're all done with this i'll just show you a picture from our wedding because it is the cutest thing it's my favorite picture but it's so funny (laughs) that's cool (laughs) well thanks so much for joining me yeah absolutely thank you for having the stories yeah it was fun and hopefully we'll get to see you yeah on stage one day yeah maybe we'll <laughs> see but we'll we'll um if ray doesn't have a gig we'll come and watch the guys play one day yeah too. we'll keep you updated with the next show i i do believe that the next show is going to be january 19th for his birthday oh that's right. um unless something little pops up in between but i know that's the next one we're preparing for right now oh, okay maybe we'll see it'll be as the there. big 40 for him so oh. it'll be a mem- <laughs> memorable show yeah <laughs> memorable show yeah. next time someone asks me what my favorite memory of a show is i'll be like oh that one yeah <laughs> you gotta get, go on stage and bring him out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got some pri- surprises for him but don't oh, tell him that sweet okay cool <laughs> and that's a wrap special thanks to my special guest rachel for joining me today thanks for your support Ciao.